0: Today on CodePen Radio. Hey everybody, CodePen Radio three forty seven. Uh, we're going to spend the whole time talking about Notion, which is a an app. I almost called it a web app, but they have native apps as well. Although I'm not sure they're probably Electron or whatever. Um, but it's a you know it's an app that that defies description sometimes. Although I've i uh, uh, I've tried many times, I think of it kind of as a document keeping app. But we'll uh, we'll dig way into the details. I have Rach with me this week. What's up, Rach? Hey. Yeah. What's up? And I, I should also mention that just recently they sponsored a couple of episodes, even of this show. But this particular one just came up organically, in talk. so this episode is not sponsored by Notion. In fact, in fact it's sponsored <laughs> by Automatic, which we sh- will do a spot for in a minute. Uh, um, but just this is just us talking about the tool because we use it. And in fact, before you, as you were kind of helping, you know, get the notes ready for this for this thing, you put a point on it, Rach, that I thought was interesting. We really only use three team-based tools at all on CodePen, at least for like keep it organized,
1: right? Yeah, I think for like communicating with each other. Um, we really only stick to three, three different tools. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we're Slack. Obvi- I wouldn't even say obviously anymore because it's starting to be like, I don't know. A lot of teams use Discord. Maybe we'll end up there at some point. Mm -hmm. So it's less obvious, I guess. But we use Slack for now, and I think it does have the kind of the best tool set for it. Like, wouldn't it suck to switch? You'd have to like rewrite all the bots and crap that do stuff with GitHub, and like it would be a non-trivial switch for us. And Slack is like kind of fine. So why would we Mm -hmm. switch? You know. Uh, But then, and then what else? There's Notion, which we're obviously going to talk about, and then yeah,
1: I'd say Slack. Slack's like add. Slack's for like in the moment conversations. Um, we're getting, we, we are better at shifting our sort of like stuff we want to remember, um, like to Notion for like longer term information. Cause we sort of, when we first used Slack, I think we used to make a lot of decisions in there and then, and be like assign work in Slack. And then, of course, the nature of Slack is that that stuff just, goes away and then you can't remember where it was and you're trying to search to find it and it's really difficult. So we've got better at making more sort of like permanent uh, decisions, like recording that in Notion. Um, And then the other tool we use is GitHub, uh, mainly the PRs for like code reviews. So we do um, sort of discussion about specific code-related things in GitHub and we also track our like our proper bugs, like site bugs we want to fix in yeah. um, GitHub issues. But mm-hmm. as far as like <laughs> uh, feature requests and or things we just want to change um, that aren't necessarily like show-stopping issues for the site, we, we track all that in uh, Notion. We just keep GitHub issues for like actual this needs to be worked on issues. Um, the site's broken issues.
0: God, there's been so many phases of that because we've used it. You know, we used to accidentally have like feature ideas in there. You know, I'm sure all teams go through that, and we just don't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, it's just from an organization standpoint, we just found it too hard to have all of that info in GitHub. And when you're in it, when you're in a you're in a mode of I'm going to fix some issues, it was somewhat overwhelming to go into a list of a hundred things and have to mentally figure out like what is actually a bug that should be worked on versus what is uh this would be nice to have you know so um we put all the this would be nice to have in notion now where they can go into like an appropriate table or doc and it's easier to sort that information.
0: Well, there's a bunch of tool, more tools that we use. We're not that thick on tools, but there's stuff like Figma and stuff that like gets designed mm. in, and it has a con- it has a concept of of leaving kind of notes in there and stuff. But I just left one in there yesterday, and I was kind of like, I wonder if I wonder if Claire will actually see this or not, mm. you know? And I kind of bet that she won't, right? Because it's not really it's not really built for that.
1: The thing I've I've really noticed about Notion is that for us as a team. You know, the tool itself is kind of meaningless Like, and the the feature set is kind of meaningless. Like, You could have the coolest tool in the world, but if people aren't in the habit of using it or like enthusiastic about using it, then it's kind of useless. Like you really need the buy-in from the team um, to make that tool worthwhile. And that's what we've had with Notion, which is, you know, unlike anything else we've tried before, like we had Trello and we're like, I can't even remember what we did before that, but just this is the first tool where the whole team is like, "I'm going to actually use this thing," and it (laughs) makes a world of difference. So in that in that respect, like if you were to go leave a mess like comment for Claire, and you're kind of like, "Does she even check check the the Figma comments?" Like that's the zone where it's like this thing isn't that useful for communication. I mean, Figma is really useful for us for designing stuff, but we'll more than often like embed the Figma doc in a Notion doc, and then people will more likely to leave comments in the Notion doc kind of thing because we're just so used to using Notion for the communication aspect.
0: So they will definitely see it. They'll almost definitely like respond to it, and it's like kind of permanent too. So if you, Mm -hmm. you, it's easier to dig around in there and find it and have context around where that communication happened. Pretty great. Even though I do think of that like comments and stuff in Notion. I I don't know. I I guess I I like them, but we don't, it's not, we don't like, it's not the top feature of Notion, you know?
1: No, it's, it's helpful. I really, really, really wish that comments in Notion had reactions on them. Like, um. Oh, you
0: could just thumbs up it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Just to say like, this is acknowledged, you know, because the only way to do that in Notion is to like, leave another comment with like an emoji or something in it. Um, Or like. Okay, you know, like some text that says "I saw this."
0: Yeah, um, so
1: I just feel like I, I wish I can't like, wait for would, your
0: next "I saw this" kind of.
1: I saw this because otherwise you're like, did they read it? You know, like you feel like you need to um, put something there to say yes. I saw, I saw your comment because that's what reactions are great for. But anyway. <laughs> That's the way comments can be better. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then there's Zoom is mixed in there, too, because, of course, we have video calls and stuff, too. So I guess that's communication. But everybody knows what that is. And that's very, like, in-your-face, talky-talky. But, yeah, okay. So lots of tools for communication. But really primarily Notion, especially for the good stuff. The, like, really work-first, important discussions about what we're doing. That's all Notion, I'd say. You know, but less mm-hmm. conversational and certainly not real time. So, OK, so this whole the whole point of the shows is, is about Notion. And we ne- didn't really quite explain what it is. I think that there's probably a lot of people that generally kind of get it. Maybe you think of it as a notes app. You could, you know, you could you could use it as that, you know, you could even use it for free as that probably have your own little personal workspace and just keep kind of notes in there and organize it however you want to you kind of have these top level documents that they have, have things called a workspace and that's um, where all your, top level documents are but chances are you're not gonna you're gonna like have minimal of those and then have more documents that are nested within those top level documents just because if it encourages anything i think it encourages that that you don't Mm. it's not just a flat list of documents they have some kind of nestedness to them and a document can be so many things like i think by default you just kind of like get a cursor and you type some words and it supports all the things that you know something like microsoft word would support like images and headers and bullet points and checklists and all this stuff and everything is a block which is you know just a kind of a Concept. You can grab a block and drag it around. You can drag it into columns. You can change the colors. There's probably, what, 20, 30 different kinds of blocks. They have different kind of, some of them are really just aesthetic. Like one of them is like, it has a background color on it and some padding and an icon.
1: Mm, <laughs> and it's, it's just like, like call ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: call out, uh, you know, it doesn't really do anything. It's just for, it's just for looking cool. Mm-hmm. But that's, so that's just a document. And then a block, you know, that's a paragraph or a list item or anything can be, and this is a little mind-blowing, it can be a whole nother document, mm-hmm. you know? So you can just go, like, well, how you might go slash to-do list and get a little check marks is you could also go slash page and a boom, it'll make a whole nother page. And then that it, that it's a child page of the one that it's in right now. So, okay, that's cool. You know, so you start to build this little kind of, I don't know, network of pages. And that's just nice for a variety of reasons, you know, just organizational stuff. But there's this other big concept of Notion that just needs to get talked about is the concept of databases, which I feel like is a scary word, but just isn't scary somehow in Notion, a lot largely because you just you almost don't, don't actually ever use the word database. You just use the thing that the database builds and kind of don't mm. care about that. So if you go like slash table or slash board or slash calendar, all those things are a database. They're just a different view of a database. So if you make a table and not a simple table, simple table is like a new feature that they just launched. That's just like a literal table, like just cells in a table. This is not that this is like... I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how to describe it, but, but perhaps the most common thing that we do is make a board, which is probably more generally industry-wide known as a Kanban board, like Trello was famous for doing, that is cards, and the cards exist in these rows, and the rows can be named anything. So you might have, if you're planning a project, you might have a row that says you know, tasks not yet started and in-progress tasks and completed tasks. And your team gets together and makes a bunch of cards. People drag them to in-progress when they're working on them, and they drag them to complete when they're done working on them. And ah, ta-da, you have project management software. So any one of these pages in Notion could be that if you wanted to. It's like, oh, that's interesting. And every one of those cards then is a document. And that document is the same as any other document that supports paragraphs and columns and lists and call outs and all that stuff. So it's just, it gives you this like very kind of loosely structured organizational tools. And then it's on you for you to kind of figure out what would be useful for your team. Interestingly, just because you made a board that, and I remember I called it a database. That board can just be instantly, it has this concept of views. You can view that board like as a calendar if you want to, meaning that each one of those cards then has a date associated with it and it'll plop onto that calendar where that date is. Or you can view it as a list, they call it. And there's all these different views. What's magical about that is that it's all the same data. It's just another view of the same thing. And it's so cool just so cool, you Mm -hmm. know, that you're like, we use the crap out of that because we can be like, I want to view this project management board temporarily, you know, filtered in this certain way where I'm only viewing some subset of what's there. I only want to look at in-progress cards right now. But I want another view of it that's more wide scoped. I want to see everything, then I want to see the calendar specific view because I want to see what upcoming dates are. And it's all you don't you're not you're being not being destructive with that data at all. You're just adding an additional view on top of that, and it's a little a little stroke of genius, I think, from the the notion gang.
1: Yeah, the nice thing too is you can save like you save the view and then it persists for next time. So like on one table of data, you could have you know, 10 different views and it's like view by, I want to see it based on the progress of, of it. I want to see it based on like these tags assigned to it or who the work is assigned to, or there's just like so many different ways. And that's just so cool.
0: <laughs> it truly is cool. Uh, like quite literally useful to us, which which we'll get into. But you, I thought it might be interesting. So we attempted to explain the what in a way so what do we actually use it for like what's can we go down a list of like all right well i get what it does like how come it's you know so locked in at code pen how do we actually what do we actually do with it
1: uh we do well we we do a lot with notion um our actual um workspace is pretty massive it's got all of our sort of like long-term um, internal documentation, so anything we want to communicate with the rest of the team uh, is in there and that's everything from like code through to support um, and other like random sort of things we do as part of the product like this podcast, for example, pen Challenges, um that sort of community management, that sort of thing.
0: So this very episode that we're doing, there's a parent page called CodePen Radio, and there's a database inside that page that the primary view is in table format that has all the dates of when the the podcast is going to drop, Then it has a title of the episode and who the sponsors are and whether it was published or not. And you can open any one of those particular dates and see notes on what that podcast is going to be about you know super interesting then you can just flip that view to a calendar view if you wanted to to see it in that format we don't actually do that because i find the list view actually easier especially because they're just it's every wednesday so Mm -hmm. calendar view isn't all that interesting you know but we'll use the calendar view for upcoming meetings that can be on any day you know then Mm -hmm. the calendar view is actually kind of interesting because you can look at the week and be like oh there's something on tuesday and thursday you know Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, I didn't mean to take that from you, but just that, that's just one example. CodePen Radio yeah. is just a one example of many things we do.
1: Uh, we do uh, all of our project planning in there, so we have like a table, which is usually a, a Kanban board for each project we run. Um, often that might sit in a document with some like extra information about the project, like the scope or the. Um, you know, what we're trying to achieve, some some definition of what's going on in that project. Then we have like a master table of all like the projects we're walk, working on. So <laughs> we have like several layers of tables. So There's like tables within tables within tables. But what's great about it is like you can zoom out to like a bird's eye view of what the plan for US is um, like what we're planning on working on right now versus what we're punting on for later. Um, and it's all documented um, and labeled so we can sort of see what's the status of what we're working on right now or should be working on right now, drilled all the way down to the specific project people are on. Um, at the moment, the whole team is working on the same um very large project. Um but in the past, we've definitely uh, been sort of split up on separate, smaller projects. So that's when that, that's when that overview of all the projects is helpful. And um, when you're all off in your own boards, currently we're all sort of just jamming on the same massive board for the same massive project. Um, but yeah, that notion's helpful for that too because you can split that, that. What is a huge Kanban board into like several sections? Um, so that it's been you know super helpful for project management. Um, we also do all meeting notes in Notion. We also do um, like our weekly docs, which I'm pretty sure we've done an episode on before. But it's it's just like a, an asynchronous communication way for us all to catch everyone up on what we worked on this week. It's kind of like a weekly stand up, but not in Zoom form. It's like in document form. Um,
0: Right, right. Kind of like each, and it's you know, you have one and I have one and Alex has one and whatever. And then at the end of the week, we kind of read through it. It's like an accountability thing and a kind of a chance to tell the team things that you worked on that might yeah. have been hidden otherwise.
1: Yeah, or like blockers you run into. Like, I need help with this. Right. That sort of thing. It's the sort of thing that would come up in a meeting when you're where you all share your progress. But um, we found it's like much better to do it in writing than sit around and and say it to each other. Because um, <laughs> that meeting was getting very long when we were doing that in meeting form. So yeah. So we also have our all important all hands meeting note document which is like the all hands we have once a week is kind of the main driver of like our what we're working on each week and our like primary source of decision making I guess for what's happening that week Um, so that document's pretty important because you know you might forget what was said on Monday morning um, or Monday midday when we do it so you, you you can go back and see what yeah, was Yeah, we don't, said. like,
0: delete a week. You know, we have now years of these documents, so they're yeah. dated, and you can see what we talked about this week, but you can see what we talked about 18 months ago on Monday, if you want to. Mm-hmm. That probably isn't terribly useful, but it is searchable, too. Mm-hmm. So you can use search to, to find old stuff or explore old stuff. But it serves as kind of a record of what's going on. I mean, you could... We could have an all hands document where every Monday we just delete everything and start typing in the new stuff for them. But I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I like that we don't. You know. Hmm.
1: I have found the search searching of old stuff useful before when I'm when I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember a decision that was made or something. Say we decided like not to go ahead with something, and I'm like, why was that? I find notion searching notion helpful for that. <laughs> um,
0: This episode of Shop Talk Show is brought to you in part by Jetpack. Uh, There's some kind of big news this December from Jetpack for their backups, which is a big feature of what Jetpack offers, you know, for your kind of self-hosted WordPress blog. Of course, you need to have backups. I literally wouldn't be able to sleep without proper backups of my WordPress site. Because you can always, if you have that, you're safe forever. No matter what bad thing happens to your site, if you have a clean backups, you're good. You can always get back to Square. Uh, which is just so vitally important. It all works with WooCommerce. I should mention too, and so that uh, your backups include things like when people buy products. The big news though is that everything is real time. They just if 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 Jetpack backups, then they're real time backups. They used to have a thing where it was uh, you could back up once a day too, and it was less expensive. Now all the plans are same price, all real time. Uh, fantastic for that. So even if somebody like buys a product, boom, it's instantly in your Jetpack backup your side, leaves a comment, changes a post, whatever. All that stuff is instantly backed up and it does it in this incremental way. So it's not heavy. It's not like having to run a MySQL dump every time somebody does it. It has this incremental backup technology. So it's like, oh, little change. I'm going to update the backup too. And so it's super chill on your server, which is exactly what it needs to be to be great. Really, the best possible backups for your WordPress site. High five and thanks for the support, Jetpack Backups. We have this uh, evolving ism. That's like when we have a meeting or write down notes, we write decision in like either bold or all caps or colorized (laughs) or something and then say what it was. So if you're ever reviewing that doc, finding those little nuggets are like, okay, we decided. So that's that, you know, not that things can't be undecided Undecided, or changed or something, but at least you can remember that's usually the juiciest little bits of a document.
1: It's kind of crazy how, in the moment in a meeting, you're like, I'm not going to forget this. And then like three days later, you're like,
0: Gone. what
1: Absolutely. happened in that meeting? But in the moment, you're always like, this is important. And I'm not going to forget what was said here. <laughs> and then you always do. So you got to write it down.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 I try my best, you know, I like to think I have a pretty good beat on what's going on all the time, but yeah, you really got to write stuff down Mm -hmm. and it's helpful for different people in different ways. You know, so some people are just, you know, they just need this as their second brain and I don't blame anybody, you know, writing something down is the, just the best possible way to keep people on the same page, which is just hard enough even with
1: this tool. Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, fascinating stuff, you know. So I and I have you know, uh, uh, there's like this idea of, of favoriting stuff, which I I really like because it's it's this ever evolving list of uh things that I'm like kind of caring the most about at the moment. Like th- you know, one particular mm-hmm. card might be favorited. This podcast is favorited at the moment, and I'll unfavorite it when it's over because I don't need that one anymore. Kind of like the concept of pins on CodePen, hoping that that feature is similarly useful. You know?
1: Yeah, you know, things you want to keep. um Close at hand, so because you're visiting it frequently, so stick it in the favorites and it goes to the top of your sidebar and you get to it quickly, which is it's kind of necessary in a workspace like ours, which is huge. There's like so Just much in big. there, so yep. yeah, yeah.
0: There's some some uh, roles and permissions that I feel like is very well done in Notion. I can invite somebody even from outside CodePen to a particular document, and that their kind of permissions then percolate to any children pages of that document. It's kind of nice, you know. For example, um, we'll use CodePen challenges as an example. That's a top level kind of board on CodePen. If we wanted to invite, say, our um, our like buy, sell ads or our sponsorship partner to that particular page so they could sh- see what the upcoming months are, just invite them by email, and then they're in, you know? Then they can see that page, but no other pages of CodePen. So that's kind of useful. Even within the team, too, I can make private documents and only invite some team members to it or one team member to it if I want to. That's kind of fundamental. I think if it didn't have that, notion would be, crippled to me in a, as an app. And the fact that they've done it so well makes it very good.
1: Yeah. Although I, I just thought of a bug that Dee and I discovered recently to do with permissions. It was a pretty bad one, actually. Um, the When I went to search, like, no sh- you know when you just search for a page and it comes up with, like, some suggestions, like, mm-hmm. as to what you might want? It kept coming up with Dee's, like, private docs that were not shared with me (laughs) like oh no her baby shower invitee list and and stuff like that so it was just like it was so I like couldn't I don't think I could see the document because I don't I don't think I actually clicked on it because I was like I'm not supposed to see that so I'm not gonna click on it but it was coming up in my my search results, like, hey, do you wanna do you wanna go to this page? It was so weird. I was like, This yeah. is bad.
0: Oh my god. I, like th- I'm pretty things sure I need I to talk a- to my therapist about
1: <laughs> Yeah, I th- I think I saw I sent them a, a bug report about that. I was like, Oh, I can see somebody else's like private <laughs> docs in my search. That's not good.
0: Yeah. We know about bugs on software. It's yes. kind of our specialty. Uh, Good one. Good one. Interesting. Yeah. And the search itself is clearly like a work in progress. And we I can sympathize with that, too. Search is a hard feature to pull off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a little slow. It returns duplicates. The it's just a weird experience. And I yeah, it for the most part does the job, though. So thank gosh, you know. So think of all that all of our meetings are in there all of our project management including just hugely just hundreds and hundreds of tickets projects each one of those i guess we call it a ticket even though it's really a card i guess i don't even know what you call an individual database entry thing on a board but those we even those have like kind of arbitrary metadata attached to them we'll be like oh each one will be assigned to somebody and we'll make you know priority levels for each one of them so that those can be filtered by and then we even have like a sub you know we have like a in this latest project it's so big that there's like multiple levels of like what slices it in and what priority in that slice is it and does it have is it blocked by uh, any other tasks or does it have child tasks because it's kind of a it's too big by itself. So it needs five child tasks and all that stuff. Some of that stuff um, you're very good at because it requires a little uh it requires some notion trickery, not just to add a piece of metadata, but to, for example, you made a fancy one where if a task is a parent task, you can like you made like a custom block that would show its children tasks really nicely in the parent task. And I'm like, I literally don't even get how it works, but it's some fancy stuff.
1: Yeah, you can really unlock some cool stuff with, you can link to other tables within your doc, but you can create like a view for that table just in the doc. Like, so you've created a a special view for that table in your doc And you have properties set on that view, which means anytime you add a row, it will, like in that view, it will assign those properties. So you're essentially sticking a row with those properties back in the table. It's kind of like hard to... (laughs) no blog. i get it because i just yeah. had to
0: figure it out yesterday for a <laughs> yeah thing. But it, so yeah.
1: so for example if you have a parent task document which is what i created and that has a view of all its children and all its children basically have the property of like this is my parent anytime you add a row in that in that view it's going into the main table like the main database with that information so um, it's just kind of like you can shortcut your way to adding data with certain properties automatically added to it by that. And it also like right. displays nicely in the document for you, the information you want to know. Leverage yeah,
0: leverages a couple of interesting features of, of notion. One of them being that, yeah, once you have a bunch of filters set up on a table, then hit the plus button at the bottom of that table, it's going to make one that fits the f- filters that you currently have enabled right mm-hmm. so it, it won't disappear yeah that's, yeah that's very clever and then in this case it was th- your little re- repeatable i think you're using a template block the template block has a the default is show me the child of the current page which yeah mm-hmm. there's so many tricks you have on that block i know nobody could follow that sorry that was mouth notioning stuff but
1: yeah well i feel like thing about notion is like developers who already deal, which it would be a lot of our audience who already deal with the concept of databases. Like once you make that mental connection, like oh, this is just a database, you know, um, you can really get into the nitty gritty of like that. Those that sort of trickery, um, but like what I think is cool also is that like I have a I have a look at the notion Reddit. Um, Mm-hmm. page for example like subreddit i because i just like like seeing people's layouts and stuff and cool ideas and stuff because i'm like I'm no doubt yeah, on it. i
0: it. out i subscribe to it too it's mostly start pages but once yeah, in a while there's a yeah. good tip every now
1: me. and then there's like a cool thing there's also some like twitter accounts that are like basically they're just like obsessed with notion so they like post their notion tips and stuff on on their twitter accounts so sometimes i have a look at those too but um, what's cool is, like, a lot of these people who are, like, into Notion, they're, like, a lot of students and stuff who just, like, they're not devs. They don't, like, they don't do development. They've never used a database before in their life, but they, under- they understand, like, that, like, the concept of, like, relationships and basically database theory because they're, like, using this note-taking app and they've figured out how it all works. So it's just, that's just interesting to me that, like people understand databases even though they've never had to use a database. And it's because they're like using Notion. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. It's like the. Styling your Neopets page or whatever, mm-hmm. and like you're actually yeah. a web designer now. So yeah. <laughs> enjoy.
1: You're a data engineer now.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome! Yeah, and that's the the tip of the iceberg. There's all you can You can write formulas in Notion, all kinds of fancy crap. I, I I'm like in between, you know, Duh, or maybe even like maybe even low on the scale of my Notion nerdery. Uh,
1: I would say, I think you would know having people on a team who are like uh, who are uh, next level, sort of. Makes you feel like, oh, maybe I'm not that great at Notion, but I think, you know, across the user base, you're probably in the <laughs> in the top five percent of people who know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just because like, you work years. with a bunch of nerds who like, and a couple of like productivity nerds who are like, I'm going to label everything and add ten different views and figure out the source code to this thing. Like that, that's not normal behavior. <laughs>
0: I I suppose not. I suppose not. I mean, we just had, just had this last all-hands where like I was like being annoying about what certain words mean when we talk about them because this new big project has all kinds of if we if we're sloppy about what we call things even with our voices, it gets confusing during meetings, mm-hmm. you know? And instantly we made a glossary of terms and it's a it's a table on Notion and
1: Yeah, Claire <laughs> yeah. was onto it. She was like Get the glossary out.
0: Get the glossary going. Super useful. Just one example there. Yeah, it's been so many years that it's that it's interesting. I even have like a standing meeting with Claire at the moment where we go clean up, uh, not all of Notion, but a lot of the big project card stuff because mm-hmm. it's work. I mean, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Notion doesn't just immediately impart perfection on your. You know, you have yeah, to. Yeah, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't, for example, prevent you from adding a card that basically describes the same thing that two other cards have already been added about like that's you got to do that yourself (laughs) like so there's always you know information cleanup that needs to be done yeah
0: and it's tempting to I'm a offender of just being like I'm just going to add a card because I like I like it when people do that I like that there's reference of what you're doing so that I can like look and see what everybody's doing, not just like, oh, I'm working on something, but I just didn't, I just didn't make a card, you know. I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, then I don't know what you're doing, and I don't know how busy you are, and Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I need to know stuff like that. So, make the stupid card, you know. Yeah,
1: it's good to know what people are doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or if I have some ideas, or I'm like, oh, there's this little, I've unlocked this little hive of work. So we got we got to think about this, we got to think about this and this. And a card in our world can even be like decide on or mm-hmm. talk about or be phrased in the f- a question and stuff. We try to rein it in cuz it's it can get a little I don't want it like it to get too sloppy, but having a card that says decide on x or something is not yeah. that's that's fine.
1: I think that I think that's helpful cuz otherwise you're sort of walking around going, "Oh, I really need to talk to I really need to talk about sure about this thing and it's just in your head and it's like there and then Somebody else might be like, what's happening with this thing? I don't know because they don't know it's sitting there in your head that I need to talk to Shaw about X. Like, it's just good to have like on a card, like, let's have a discussion about this because then it's recorded and everyone knows. Oh, a discussion needs to happen about this. That's like the next step.
0: But it also doesn't force you to fill out that card Particularly well either. So sometimes it's nice just to make the card and title it, but then it's just sitting there, and it's like, well, damn it, you know, it it can it can be kind of orphaned or lost because of how uh, boards are filtered. Mm-hmm. So if you just make a ticket and don't assign any of our predetermined important Libels metadata to the it. cards, yeah. it might just be totally invisible by people. So you at least got to give it. Our high level ones are, you know, we've kind of broken the project into. Groups, like for example, client side work is one big, one big filter because I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't like whatever. If I'm picking a task, I know that I can't like write a Postgres migration or some crap, you know? Yeah. So I'm not, I don't need to see any of those cards. So there's just client and I can look at the client cards, but then... If I didn't assign client to the card at all, well, it's not going to be, I'm not even going to be able to I'm see it. So hopefully, at least do that. If not, also add what slice it's in and give it a priority. Like, ideally, you add all that crap the second you do it. But
1: one bummer about Notion is that, like, one feature I wish they had is they have no ability to set a default value for any of those properties. So, like, if you think about a a table has columns, like, it always is empty when you fire up a new one. And I'd love to be able to say like, on this table, you know, automatically default to this value. So you know you always have a value, like in your columns, that would be so good. Good. If they could add that, please notion, thank you.
0: I think the the alternate there is if you add a filter, then you make a new column, then it will have whatever the filter had. Mm. It's not quite the same as a default value but it's like kind of it's kind of there okay well we can be done talking about notion now we used it for all (laughs) kinds of stuff meetings documentation planning Yeah.
1: i will just say my most favorite recent development with notion is the inline linking like when you used to link to another page it had to be like its own block that would take up like the entire row but Mm. because of like newer tools like Rome and Obsidian and those, they're, they're big on the like inline linking. Notion brought that in, and it's just so good because, like, when I'm writing my, when I'm writing my weekly uh, doc, for example, it I can just go, oh, I worked on this card and like link, put a like inline link to that card. And then nice. like I don't it saves me writing out like, oh, I worked on blah 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 from this table. It's like all right, that information's already in notion. I just want to link straight to it. So that's yeah, that's the best. Love
0: it. I didn't even notice sometimes I just highlight the words and make it a just a regular like a you know, an a href kind of link to it but that's not quite the same
1: yes yeah yeah you can do that too but now these days you can go just go is it bracket square bracket square bracket like hit two of them opening square brackets and then oh i didn't know you could do that page in and that's just like life-changing stuff i love that i also really
0: like the there's a lot of times i'll be like i did these three prs this week you know but now if you paste the pr link now it turns into what looks like an inline link but it's like it pulls the title of the pr whether it's merged or not yeah it looks awesome yeah so cool also works with code pen of course if you want to drop a code pen url in there it expands perfectly into a into a beautiful embedded pen thanks notion they did that years and years ago Hmm. pretty cool uh, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Thanks, Rach, for doing the notes here in Notion. It's always fun to. We don't have them as a sponsor this week, but
1: <laughs> if they want to hit us up, hit oh yeah, us dude, up. let's go long term.
0: Yeah, <laughs> high five.
1: See ya. All right. Bye.